Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. We have more civil wars in this country than we do genders. <laughs> What's up? This is Markay Saves the Republic. Have you ever really looked at uh, the civil war? Not the, not the multiple civil wars that we have going on right now, because people will tell you we've got civil wars between black and white. We've got civil wars between Democrat and Republican. We've got civil wars between red state, blue state. We've got civil wars between the rich and the poor. Uh, there's really only one civil war going on, and we'll get to that in just a minute. But the original civil war, the OG civil war, you know, the one that Abraham Lincoln won um, and, then, uh, and then ended with the Gettysburg Address, which is what I want to talk about today because, oh, you know, we talk a lot about, we talk a lot about the Constitution. We talk a lot about the Bill of Rights and the Founding Fathers and how they're, how they were, they were geniuses. They came up with, they were able to sit down and people always say, you know, the, the Constitution wasn't written in a day. It was written over years. And the reason was because these men had to come together and figure out, okay, if we write this Constitution we got to figure out every way that some scoundrel, some rapscallion, some corrupt individual in the future is going to try to twist it and use it for their own personal benefit. And we've got to make sure that there's a countermeasure in there to stop that. That's why it took them so long to come up with the idea of, um, you know, two terms for Congress, six terms for senator, two senators per state, the uh, lifetime appointments of the Supreme Court so they could be totally uncorruptible. All of these things that they came up with really they put a lot of thought into it and a lot of effort. And I thought to myself, you know what? I should probably think about these things a little bit more too. Um, and one of the things I was looking at is the Gettysburg Address because everyone's saying there's a civil war. Vivek Ramaswamy yesterday when he was talking to Donald Trump or talking with Donald Trump said that we had a civil war in this country right now. And I think he's hit the nail closest to the head than anyone else. He said it's between the permanent state and the everyday citizen. The permanent state and the everyday citizen. And I believe that to be true. And I'm not really sure at this point who's winning, but we've got a big battle coming up here in November. And it's very important that you pay attention. It's very important that you arm yourself. And it's very important that you fight like hell because your freedoms, your liberties, your financial freedom, your family's fine, all of that is at stake. Um, So I wanted to look at the Gettysburg Address because I think it's really telling. And Abraham Lincoln, while he wasn't a founding father, he was a furthering father because, you know, you've got. You've got two types of you've got two types of uh, fathers of this country: the founding fathers, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, Alexander Hamilton. You've got you know the sons, all the sons of liberty, who we talk about. John Hancock was one of them. Paul Revere, uh, all these great people who put their lives on the line, created this country. They founded it. They have cemented their place in history. But then you've got the people that helped further it along, and one of the most famous and probably one of the most important furthering fathers we have was Abraham Lincoln. And the Gettysburg Address, in, in my humble opinion, um, is, one of the, is one of the best pieces of 
anything ever. You know, I give a lot of speeches. I talk a lot. And uh, but this one is is fantastic. So I just want to go over. This is the speech when he was dedicating the National Cemetery in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, November 19th, 1863, after the Civil War. And he starts it off, as you know, four score and seven years ago, which, by the way, is 87. It's I know a lot. I don't know if you know that, but it's if four score is 20 years. So four score is 80 years and seven would be 87. Four score and seven years ago. He doesn't say 87 because that just sounds cooler. In fact, this is one of the problems, and I don't want to go off on a tangent, but this is one of the problems with our American education system today. If I'd written, because I went to public school, I'm the result. Look, if you want a reason to keep your kids out of public school, you got it right here. Mark K is the product of a public school education. Sort of. I fought the system the entire way. Um, but if I'd written an article or a, an essay, and I started it, or anywhere in it, I wrote four score and seven years ago, I would have had a big red mark through it. I would have gotten a D. My teacher would have handed it back and said, why would you use one, two, three, four, five, six words when you could use two? 87. <laughs> you use four score and seven years ago. Just 87 years ago. You're too verbose, which is something I was accused of my entire life. But if, if he wrote 87 years ago, we wouldn't be talking about this document still today. Four score and seven years ago, the man knew the power of communication. He knew the power of the spoken word. And that's something that we are, we're not, we've not only forgotten, but I believe our American educational system is actively destroying. But that's a topic for another day. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation. And that's important. Because that's something that, that, uh, that every, you know, yes, the founding fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation, the nation that we still know and we still love, the United States of America. But what he doesn't mention there, what people, I think, forget is that there was, there was a nation on this continent already, and it was Great Britain. They, the British came over, King George sent people, the colonists were here, they built up these colonies, we were all British subjects. You know, even the men and women who were born here, who fought for this country, uh, they were, you know, there was a nation here. And before they brought forth onto this continent a new nation, they had to get rid of the other one. They had to be like, you know what? This old nation is jacked. We're getting rid of it. We're going to, we're a clean slate. We're going to trash what we got here and we are going to start anew. And that's very important because whatever you're, whatever you're doing, whatever you're trying to accomplish, whatever your new nation is, you know, a lot of people, uh, they want they want a fresh start, a new relationship. Well, if you want a new relationship, guess what? You got to trash the old one first. You want to start a new business. You want to start a new business. Guess what? You got to look at your old one and say, see, you wouldn't want to be a, you want a new job. You're going to have to trash the old job and then start a new and all of the, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, look what we have as a result, but you had these, these really strong, brave, intelligent individuals living under British rule on this continent saying, this nation kind of sucks. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get rid of it. And it wasn't easy. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. See, they had to first declare their independence. They had to, uh, they had to fight a war. A lot of people died. A lot of people were, 
A lot of people were drawn and quartered and charged with treason and hung in the square. A lot of people were shot. Uh, it was it was a bloody, cold, brutal, long, expensive battle. Some people were bankrupted. At times, they didn't even think they were going to make it. But they knew what they wanted. They wanted a new nation because they didn't. They weren't satisfied with the nation that they had. The taxes. They weren't satisfied with the tyranny. They weren't satisfied with this with this overlord across the sea who was telling them how to live thousands and thousands of miles away, taking everything they lived and worked hard for. They were not satisfied. They wanted their own place. So they got rid of the old nation and they brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty. By the way, I'm not even through the first sentence. <laughs> conceived. It's an important, I told you, it's an important speech. And it's one that's crucial and vital. And it's one that we should study because it's going to help us uh, in this day and age, I promise. Conceived in liberty. Liberty is a word that I fear has been thrown around too much. People don't necessarily really understand or comprehend its value. And it is valuable. Like racism. Used to be if somebody called you a racist, you'd be like, oh, my God. I'm not. No, no, I'm not. Please don't say that about me. People would be like flabbergasted. It was career ending. If somebody was, was branded a racist just 20, 30 years ago, they would do anything they could possibly do to reverse that idea or reverse that image of themselves. Liberty is tossed around a lot as well, and I want to make sure everybody knows it. I looked up the definition, and I know, you know I don't trust the dictionary, but they had a pretty good definition. The state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's way of life, behavior, or political views. So it's being free within a society, living in a new nation, a society conceived in liberty, where you are free, free of imposed authority on your way of life, your behavior, or your political views. That's what liberty is. That's what our founding fathers wanted for us. And that's what Abraham Lincoln was reminding us of. Uh, and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Uh, that's something that has been, I think, usurped by the wrong people. Dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal is an exciting phrase, and it's an exciting ideal for this country. It means that we're all created equal. It means that not one of us is different from the other. And anybody who tells you otherwise is not your friend. They're not conceived in liberty. They're not American, in my humble opinion. They are anti-American. If anybody tries to separate two people based on race, based on color, creed, based on nationality, based on height, based on sexual orientation, based on, I don't know, what's the other thing? Oh, your financial class, any and all of those things, they are, that's an un-American principle because the American ideal is that all men are created equal. And I see too much uh, in, in our society, and you look at it with politics especially, you have politicians who are looking at a group of individuals and they want them to vote for them. And in order to get that vote, in order to get their support, in order to get them to, to act in a way that, that is beneficial to that politician or that leader or that company or whatever, they are telling a large group of people that you are unequal. We see it all the time. DE&I is, a, this is exactly what DE&I is. It's saying to a group of people, you are unequal to that group. And that is un-American because this nation was conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. So if you propose something different, you are not dedicated to the ideals that this nation was founded under. And that's just fact. I mean, that's, there's no arguing with that. If you look at affirmative action, you are telling people 
this black student, this Asian student, this gay student, this student is different than any other student. Therefore, they're going to be treated differently. They're going to be given different opportunities. We're going to level the playing field. The playing field was leveled when the country was created because it was created to the dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. And this happens in business too. If, you know, I have a, uh, I have a syndicated radio show. I have a TV show on Newsmax. I have my own business. I have my own products. I sell this, that, and the other. I'm doing fairly well for myself. Not trying to brag. Just trying to let you know that I'm equal to you and you're equal to me. Elon Musk is the richest man in the world. He owns his own social media company. He's not better than any of us. And Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi and all of those Washington elites who sit up in Washington, D.C., behind closed doors, in back rooms, making deals so they could push their own, uh, you know, they push their own financial agenda and make sure that themselves and their families and their posterity are well taken care of, oftentimes by people who mean to do us harm, like China and Russia and Ukraine. Those people are clearly, clearly not any better than they are, than we are. We are equal to them. And because they believe that they're better, because they believe they're elitist, because they believe they hold dominion over us and we're not on the same level playing field, those people are un-American. It's something that you really need to, to think about and look at and I want you to be conscious of, especially when you vote, whenever you make a decision to do something. When you feel downtrodden, there's a lot of bad news. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on in this world, but everybody needs to realize all men are created equal. All men are created created equal. And what that means is that anything you can do, I can do. And anything I can do, you can do. Now we're engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. And this goes right, right to what Vivek Ramaswamy was saying. He said, we have a battle between the permanent state, the elitist, and the everyday citizen, you and I. Oh yeah. Um, so here we go. We are met on the, okay. We are now engaged in great civil war testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. And that's where we are today. We are met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to dedication, dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who here gave their lives that that nation might live. So now that we're involved in a new civil war between the permanent state, which is, look, the permanent state is bad. Government, the government that was created uh, for us by our founding fathers and furthered toward us by our furthering fathers like Abraham Lincoln, this government was not supposed to be this behemoth that it is today. It's supposed to be small. It's supposed to, uh, it's supposed to provide for the common defense and it's supposed to make sure that uh, we are protected. And it, it, we, when we make government bigger, we make ourselves smaller. This is something I've talked about at length uh, on my radio show and my conservative kit. Everywhere you look, People are eagerly handing over their power and their, and their uh, independence and their um, ability to take care of themselves, and they're handing it over to the government, thus giving the, the government more power over them and taking power away from themselves. If you really want a smaller government, it starts with making yourself bigger. Bigger individuals equals smaller government, and big government is made simply by small people. So we've got to stop being small. And Abraham Lincoln is saying that in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot hallow this ground. The brave men living and dead who struggled here have consecrated it far above our power, our poor power to add or detract. The world will little note 
nor long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. So what does that mean? It means that right now, as I speak these words, as I record this video, as I record this podcast, uh, as you know, as you sit here and you listen to what I'm saying, I can scream and yell into this microphone every day. I can, and I do, and I can talk and I can shoot videos and I can tell you what the founding fathers meant for your life, what they wanted you to accomplish, what kind of government they wanted you to live under, what kind of, how they wanted to protect your liberty and your freedom above everything else, because they knew that was your key to success and to happiness. That's why they put it right there. That's why it's right there in the Declaration of Independence, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You need to be alive, number one. You need the freedom to do what you want. And if you can live and be free, you can pursue your end happiness. That's all of these things tied together. So we can sit and yell and scream and talk about these things every single day. These words will long be forgotten. But what we do here, can, we can, people will never, ever, ever forget. So what are we doing? What are we doing? Are we, are we, are we forwarding the cause of big government? Are we fighting for the, uh, for the everyday citizen? Or are we working toward building a permanent state? It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us, that from these honored dead, we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom and that government of the people, by the people, for the people shall not perish from the earth. And unfortunately for us, there are people right now in government who want this government of the people, by the people and for the people to perish from the earth. And you can tell when they speak, you can tell by the way they vote, you can tell by their words and actions. And it's up to us, you know, with our last full measure of devotion. These folks that Abraham Lincoln was talking about dead soldiers. Abraham Lincoln was talking about sons and daughters who went out and they died, not for a new nation, but to make sure that the nation that was founded back in 1776 persisted. I mean, you want to, you want there are battles that rage and continue, you know, a republic, if you can keep it is what Benjamin Franklin said. And so here you have in the Revolutionary War, uh, a group of individuals who said, look, we got to get rid of this old crap and bring in some new crap. And then a hundred years later, less, another furthering father said, we're on the brink of losing everything that we fought so hard for. We're not going to do that. And now there's dead soldiers at Gettysburg. And he's saying they gave the full measure of devotion so that this government would stick around. And now we're faced with something similar. Joe Biden, the Democrats, they're trying to take the election back. They're trying to maintain their stranglehold on our economy. They're trying to keep our border wide open. They're trying to do everything in their power to stay in power. And they're not doing it for you and me. They're doing it to build what Vivek Ramaswamy calls the permanent state. And if the state is permanent, the everyday citizen, we're basically screwed. So what is your full measure of devotion? What are you going to do? We have to vote. We have to go out there and talk. We have to go out there and scream if necessary. You have to make sure that you're spreading the ideas of liberty. You have to, you know, get out there and let everybody know this is good and that's bad. You have to battle. You have to fight. You have to argue. You have to sometimes make enemies. You have to take people that you thought were your friends and explain to them that they are wrong and that they are destructive to the cause of liberty and to their own way of life. And sometimes people don't see that. But there's all kinds of behaviors people do that are negative to the way of life that they say. They say they want something, but they do something 
totally different. They say they want this, but their actions tell us a totally different story. And that is something that we can't have, uh, especially nowadays. If you know somebody who really wants to be free, who really wants liberty, who really wants our republic to be sustained, then you've got to do your part. You've got to give the full measure of devotion that the government of the people, by the people, for the people shall not perish from the earth. And you start with yourself. You start by making yourself stronger and making the government weaker. You start by making the permanent state less permanent and the everyday citizen more powerful. And that's what I'm going to start doing more of with this, uh, with this particular with this particular podcast and this video series. And the other thing that I wanted to let you know is that we have a 30-minute uh, video that you can watch. If you like this, go watch our 30-minute video um, about how the Democrats are stifling your ability to become financially stable. And the video is called Seven Things Conservatives Do to Keep Themselves Overworked, Underpaid, Overwhelmed, Overtaxed, and Teetering on the Brink of Financial Disaster. And if you want to go see it, it's easy. Stopthelibs.com. There's a link somewhere. Stopthelibs.com. Go watch that video and enjoy it. And continue to listen to this podcast. Continue to uh, continue to, to you know get these messages every single day. Because yes, there's a lot of news that we need to discuss, but there's a lot of history we need to bring into it so that when we say we want to save the republic, we actually know what that republic is. When we say we want to live by the principles and ideals of American exceptionalism, we got to know what American exceptionalism really is. And that's why, uh, that's why we need to study the great words of Abraham Lincoln. We need to study the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and all of the other foundations of our country. Because you've got to know what you're saving if you truly want to save the republic.